0: Hi, it's Neil Kamado here with episode 223 of the Tutor Podcast, the Monday morning show for anyone in the business of helping people through tutoring, teaching or coaching. Now, I'm going to try and keep things simple. I'll be with you every step of the way as you start, grow and love your tutoring business while staying as sane as possible and having a lot more fun in the process. Keeping it simple means no jargon, no buzzwords and no BS. So the bottom line, it's simple. I want to help you. I want to help you make more money. I want to help you to make more of a difference to your clients. And I want to help you stay positive and in control. With all that said, let's crack on with the show. Now today's show is dedicated to a dear friend of mine. I'm not going to tell you their name for reasons that will become obvious. So this one's for you. And you know who you are. The great teacher who's retired and is helping kids to learn what they need to progress using humour and kooky, unconventional approaches to take over where dull, dry academic textbooks and conventional explanations have failed. This one's for you, my friend. Now maybe you're a bit like my friend or you might know somebody like her. Uh, Maybe they're tutoring a few days a week, one-to-one, making money and making a difference. But they've got a problem. They're not keeping records and they're not taking care of business. Even months or even years into the tutoring game, they're not staying right side of the law and ultimately the taxman. And they're scared. They're overwhelmed by the very thought of dealing with it all. In fact, they're so scared they haven't even looked into what they need to do to go forward properly and legally. So today, I'd like to talk about the bare bones basics that they and you and possibly your imaginary friend will need to be able to sleep at night and not get so stressed that you end up walking away from the tutoring life and the business. Now please, please, please don't ignore this stuff. Because ignorance is no defence at all if and when Johnny Taxman comes knocking on your door and asks about the regular payments to your bank and the surprising lack of any corresponding tax filings. Johnny Taxman is armed to the teeth and can make your life hell if you ever get on the wrong side of him. Ask anyone anyone who's ever been the subject of a tax investigation and they will tell you this a couple of my friends are a married couple with a property business they were under investigation for over two years HMRC were looking at everything they had done in the last 10 years it was absolute hell for them and it nearly broke them financially and personally don't let it happen to you right here's the mandatory disclaimer I'm not giving you financial advice. I'm giving you a nudge and some guidance to get you past your fear and do something to cover your ass. If financial advice is what you want, go see an accountant or other professional. You see, the basics are really very simple. There are only two major parts to it. The first thing is to see the business as separate from yourself. That means you keep your business separate especially business money and personal money. As I said in Ghostbusters, don't cross the streams, because that would be bad. So the first thing I want you to do is open a separate bank account that's just for your tutoring money. If you're a sole trader, you can use a simple personal bank account for free, and there are some free business banks out there, which you may need if you want to take card payments. That's the most Important thing you'll do because it gives you a little bit more traceability and separation so things are easier to find. Then I want you to keep some basic records. Do it as you go. You need one page per month, either a piece of A4 paper with a few lines drawn on it or a spreadsheet. They're both okay. Just keep it simple to get you moving. If you're doing it in either of those formats, you'll need a date column, a commentary column, and two columns, one for money in, and one for money out. That's it. That doesn't sound too scary for anyone, does it? That will allow you to calculate at the end of the month how much the money in was, how much the money out was, take the money out from the money in, and that's your profit. Your tuition fees go down into the money in column, and please put everything through the books, Many years ago, a young girl I was very interested in said that her dad, Ray, told her, quoting verbatim, pay your tax and sleep at night. Don't fuck with the tax man. Wise words. See, theirs was a cash business and her dad spoke from experience of being caught out trying to hide stuff. Don't you do it. Now start to adopt the mindset of getting a receipt for everything you spend in and on the business. Enter all of these items into the money out column of your monthly cash sheet. That means if you buy any books, stationery, pay your mobile phone bill, any advertising and marketing you're doing, cost of having a website, any postage, any travel, you know, trains, planes, etc., cetera, and accommodation if you travel and need to stay overnight. These are all allowable business expenses, as are some food and drinks. For instance, I hold some meetings in one of my businesses in coffee shops midway between my base and my counterpart's base. So this is a necessary cost. Likewise, when the power is out here, because I live in the country and we get a lot of power cuts, or when the internet's down, or, like right at this moment, when the cleaner's in the house and I can't concentrate, I'll decamp off to a coffee shop and work for a couple of hours down there that's an allowable expense because I'm there for work alongside of that I want you to record any business mileage you do in your car day by day whether it's to and from students shops for business purposes trainings anything like that just put it on a simple A4 sheet one page per month now we'll make all of these documents available just drop me an email at info at neilcamado.com and I'll send them on to you. So the business mileage sheet needs a few columns. On the left-hand side, call me old-fashioned. I write the date. Then a commentary column that says where I travelled to and from. Then there's a column for the reason for the travel and the distance travelled. At the end of the month, I add up the miles done multiply it by 45 pence per mile, which is the current HMRC rate, and pay myself from the business bank account to my personal bank. I enter the cost of that as the cash out or the money out column on the monthly cash sheet. From time to time, it's worth checking the HMRC rates on the website as these do change year to year. It's really simple. Once a year, I'll also add an an extra entry onto the cash sheet, which is the HMRC yearly allowance for home use if you're working at home or from home. That is easy. Remember, you only pay tax on your profits which are likely to be much lower than your turnover. So by the time you've taken all your purchases and all of your expenses off, your tax bill should be way less than you expect. Maybe you even run a loss. Now, if you're in receipt of any taxable income at all, that's got some interesting benefits. Remember, if you're not taking care of this, you have no defence. Ignorance is no defence. The results of ignorance are just the same as if you're neglectful, as if you are deceitful. So be open and honest about it. Open and honest about all of it. Register yourself with HMRC and once a year file a self-assessment return when the time comes. It's simple and it's quick. Because you're likely to be a micro-entity. And the records that HMRC require are extremely basic. Remember, if you've got nothing to hide, you'll never be found out. It'll affect how you work. Being completely open means you can advertise and market and talk to people without worrying that someone will find you out in a bad way or shop you to HMRC for tax evasion and if you can do that the people whom you can help and serve can find you don't be a well kept secret because you're afraid of keeping a few simple records now if all that seems too much for you to get on with right now all by yourself look around you who can you ask for help Who do you know who's already running a small business that you could buy a coffee for, which is, of course, going to be a deductible expense, and ask questions of? Sure, you could hire a professional to do it for you. But if you're just starting off or just getting straight, you may not want or need the expense. So to you, your imaginary friend, and to my friend, I want to say this do it do it now don't risk getting into a death match with Johnny Saxman because if you are doing anything shady the chances are that ultimately you'll be found out it's just a question of when it's easier to start now when the business is young has only a few clients a handful of transactions to To keep records of every month. It's much better than trying to reconstruct years of business out of undocumented, sketchy memories whilst looking over your shoulder or being inspected by the taxman. Do it now. Don't wait. That way you'll be ready for growth when it happens. and You'll have the peace of mind that comes from knowing you're not doing anything illegal or questionable. You got it? Good. Now get on with it. As always, I'd love to hear from you because I'm here to learn as well as share what I've learned. So let me know what you think. Email me. It's info at neilcamedow.com and reach out to me on Twitter where I am, at Tutor Podcast. If you like what I do, please subscribe to the Tudor Podcast and maybe leave a review. Maybe share it with your friends, your imaginary friends. I'll be back next week with more ideas and tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business, just like I do. Till then, I hope this podcast has been some help. Until next time, have a fabulous day.